Hi, friends. Hello, should I delete that, listeners? We still have some tickets left for our live tour and we would absolutely love to see you there. On Thursday, the 23rd of May, we will be performing in the London Islington Assembly Hall. On Monday, the 27th of May, we will be in Salford. On Tuesday, the 28th of May, we'll be in Glasgow. Sunday, the 2nd of June, Birmingham. Monday, the 3rd of June, Bristol. And Tuesday, the 4th of June in Southampton. You can get your tickets at aegpresents.co.uk or via the link in the show notes or our Instagram bios. Really hope we see you there. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. We are so happy and proud that this episode is sponsored by Butternut Box, a brand that we love for many reasons. As you'll probably already know if you follow us both on Instagram, Butternut Box is a fresh dog food delivery service that delivers straight to your door and takes into consideration all of your dog's dietary needs. The brand started with a rescue dog, which we obviously love, and Betty and Boa have absolutely thrived on it. Butternut Box genuinely care about their dogs and their ethos is that good enough for the dog is not good enough. Dogs deserve better. The meals are comprised of quality meat, veg, lentils, vitamins and minerals and don't contain any grain, wheat, gluten, corn, soy or sugar, all of which are known to cause intolerances in dogs. We haven't been asked to say this, but we wanted to highlight the huge amount of work that Butternut Box do with dog charities. They donate meals to dogs in shelters and they even donate freezers so that the shelters can store the meals. If you would like to try Butternut Box out for your dog, you can get 50% off your first two boxes with the following link. www.butternutbox.com forward slash Alex and M. Oh my God, why did I post that? Ah, I don't know what to do. Should I delete that? Yeah, you should definitely delete that. <laughs> Hi, Al. Hi, Em. I did have a little musical, a little musical ring to that one. Hi, you Al. did, you did. You opened it on a high note. How you doing? Good. I'm good. I'm I'm in Edinburgh. And I'm in the Isle of Man. Oh my god, podcast on tour. Podcast on tour. You're loving Edinburgh. I can just tell. I can see how happy you are. It's not as hot, it's is it? It's so nice. It's not as hot. That is probably the main reason I'm loving it. It's like 10 degrees less here, and it is absolutely a stunning temperature. Still a little bit too hot, I've got to say. I would like a few degrees less. Tough. Maybe Fuck like off. A, Shut up. 15. Go, go further nice. north then. Go to Greenland. <laughs> <laughs> go to sit in Antarctica. I don't care. Arctic. Damn it. Antarctica is really far away. That's south. You don't want to do that. Well, I don't, don't know the difference. And I always think it's really easy to remember because Antarctica is the longer word. So that's on the bottom. Whereas the Arctic is at the top because it's the shorter word. I'm going to let you know that I learned that when I was about five, four or five. Um, so it's an honour to bring it to you now in your mid-thirties. Wait, so if we, if, we, if we go north from the UK, we hit Ar- the Arctic? 
Well, yeah, the Arctic's at the top of the world, so everyone will hit that at the top because it's like the ice, oh. the ice plates at the top. And then you've got the same at the bottom. You know, I got 96% in my geography GCSE. So actually, any more Did questions you? in this arena, I'm actually all right to help you with. I'm not. I well, I am. Terrible but... at geography. Terrible. Alex, I know that because you didn't know what Hyde Park was and you've lived in London for like <laughs> near on a decade. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> Hit me. Good, bad, or an awkward. Where would you like to start? I'll start with the good. And it's actually a good in the shape of a massive thank you to everybody that listened to last week's episode and that sent love on the back of it we were fucking terrified to put that out and i literally i don't think i've ever used the word shit scared so many times in (laughs) a day in like a week but um i really really was and the messages that we have had have been unparalleled i the the best ones that i've had have been from people who've used those forums who took something from the episode about their behavior but also just from uh, people who were being very nice about my wedding hair but mostly it was from people who really took something themselves from the episode um and like i had a message i had an amazing voice note from a girl yesterday saying that she listened to the podcast on the way to work and when she got in she had a message from her boss like calling her into the office and the boss said some quite like unfounded unkind things and she was like it, but uh, before it would have really really upset me because i'd listened to it in the morning and then i got to carry on listening to it on my way home i i really took strength in that and it completely changed the whole way that i like existed that day and how i feel now and it's like that's so cool and i've had that's so many amazing yeah we've had so many messages like that from people being like this has actively really helped me and this is how and that's exactly what we wanted to do and not to be petty but that's the main thing that the people who uh, critique my life say is that we don't do anything good with our platforms and you know what Yes, we fucking do. On the back of that, and if they they facilitated this good thing, and I'm really proud that we did it. So although I was terrified, I'm really pleased that it went down so well. And I just want to say like a massive thanks to everyone who got in touch afterwards because, yeah, it was scary, but it was good. The reaction just made me, I I literally, I I feel so much better. Like still like very highly strong, but so much better. It's crazy. Yeah. So For sure. that's good. Tell me something good. Thank you, guys. Um, something good. So I went to Parliament for an event called hashtag recognise body image what you're gonna say for like called the tory leadership party (laughs) (laughs) i'm the new prime minister um imagine no (laughs) no i'd be terrible they'd be like we need a decision from you and i'd be like i need five working days (laughs) just to think about it um yeah, went to Parliament, which was really fun, like really cool. I was obviously very excited because I've never been. Uh, obviously, why would I have been? You have and been. You literally, you went like in February. That was over Zoom. I mean, how it's it's still closer to Parliament than the rest of us get, but okay. Apart from that one time that I went on Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say a li- little bit underwhelming. Don't know what I was expecting, but cool nonetheless. What do you mean? As in, like, it's just a building, but I guess I only saw one room. I didn't see, like, proper parliament. Did you go into, like, the House saw... of Commons? House of Lords? House of Lords. House of the Lords. The red one? Yeah. Yes. Worth. That, how, that's the room you went into, and that's what you said is underwhelming. I'm pretty sure, famously, that's the best room they have. You were in, like, the suite. <laughs> like, 
I honeymoon suite. The event was supposed to be in there, but then we passed through it and went to the, it was like on the outside because it was too hot. Okay. So that is a shame because I did think, oh my God, this room is incredible. The red room. The red room. I didn't know it was famous, but it was, <laughs> the red it was room, really cool. That's what they call cool. it in Fifty Shades of Grey. Like the red room. The red room. Got very different <laughs> views of, oh God, they're all so old. Oh well. <laughs> so well, it was an event to celebrate this campaign by Dr. Luke Evans, who is basically trying to get um, companies and brands and influencers to stop editing their photos and when they do edit, edit their photos to watermark it pretty much like the law that's being passed being passed in Norway um and especially especially like sponsor content as well and like it is really cool that it's getting talked about in parliament and that people are taking notice and like Dr Luke Evans is like I just think it's really cool that he's doing this um it's not like I don't think it's the be all and end all when it comes to body image. I think there's still like a lot more that needs to be talked about and addressed, but this is a really cool start. And I just felt like it, it, I felt really like excited and like energized and like, oh my God, things are happening. Like I go, I go through waves with this stuff and like what I'm doing. Sometimes I think like, is there any point to what I'm doing? Like, am I just shouting into the abyss, like shouting into my echo chamber? Is there any point? And then something like this kind of like burst that little bubble like in a good way. And I was like, okay, no, this is cool. Like people are actually talking about it. And we're like, I mean, with Parliament, you have you have to be like reaching, you know, different audiences then. So, so yeah, that was really cool. That is really cool. And you're right. It's really nice when you feel like something is changing because it can feel very like terminal doing this stuff because it feels like stuff's getting worse and worse. But then I also just think, mm. and I really believe that we're going to look back at this point in like 20 years when all of these laws, the online safety bill regulations have come into place and we'll look back and be like, well, that was insane. Thank God we regulated right. that shit show. Fingers crossed. Right. I mean, fingers crossed. Yeah, for sure. Bad, bad, hit bad. me. Uh, low key, um, I'm sunburned out. I've had you are, to you it. you actually really are. I think we used to take a picture of your um, chest. I don't think we should. I don't think we should. I went to go and take one last night, and I was like, nope, don't want the memes. You actually um, always get shit. For when you, whenever you show your sunburn on social media, you get so much shit for it. Yeah, because like, right, I've got one of those noses. I guess it just sticks out physics science so i don't know it's just there right it's closer to the sun than the rest of me my nose gets sunburned all the time and, it, and i always wear spf 40 on my face every single day without fail yeah. and for some reason maybe it's because i just spend a lot of time outside maybe i'm sweaty i don't know my nose gets burned and not badly not like i'm not voldemorting anytime soon it's just a little bit pink and i always get like yeah, exactly. And people are like, you're promoting skin cancer. I'm like, well, not fucking really. Absolutely not. being not. out here, it's been like, this would be gas. Like, praying for some mel- melanin or the bad Melanoma. Like, no, yeah, it's stupid. Obviously, I don't want that. Obviously, I'm not promoting it. Obviously, I'm not being like, oh, my God, live my life. Because every time I'm always like, oh, God, how has this happened? Um, but, yeah, normally I don't particularly burn. The Isle of Man is nothing on London's temperatures. Like, it's only, like, 20 degrees. So I sat out yesterday for, like, an hour reading my book and bam. Just got done. So bad. I think I got lulled into a false sense of security. Yeah, when it's I'm cold. I'm by the sea, so there's a nice sea breeze, yeah. Windy and a bit, yeah. I've learned a valuable lesson. Yeah, wear your SPF, kids. And that's the... <laughs> well, wear more SPF, but yeah, I didn't put it on my arms because I was like, oh, I'll only be out here for a minute. Fucking idiot. <laughs> so it's not a bad, but it's not a bad, bad, but you know, it's not great. It's a fun. It's I'm a putting fun it in bad. the bad. I'm putting it in the bad. No, it's no, no, not it's not. Bad. I did if you make not it sound that. fun, if you make it sound fun, people are going to say that I'm promoting fun. skin cancer again. It's a light bad. Not no, it's fun. not a light bad. Okay, you know what I mean. 
no, it's it's it's, it's a bad bad. I'm putting it in the bad, bad category bad. so people specifically know it's a bad thing. Okay. Bad bad. Wear your SPF, kids. Very important. Don't know why I keep saying kids. I know, and this is why I <laughs> bought baseball caps, but I just forgot to bring them with me because I just didn't think it'd be that hot. But that's why I wear a cap most of the time now to protect my little nose. So more for me. I'm just gonna have to go full Freddie Flintoff. You need today a visor and just do the like. <laughs> Oh, I actually, we're not far away from a golf club. I could go yeah, up and see if they've got one in the shop. have fun with a little ponytail, like, sticking good idea. The yeah, love that. I'm halfway yeah. there. Okay, sold. Yeah, good idea. Thanks, Al. Genius. Uh, anything bad for me? Oh, do you know what? Like, I, um, like the bad that I was going to say, just like, I don't know, it doesn't feel, like, appropriate because it feels like this is all quite light-hearted. Not that skincare, skin cancer is light-hearted. It's obviously not. Um... But just like, I was thinking like, what is my bad this week before we started recording? And I was like, in the interest of being transparent, like I'm just, I'm not having a great time mentally at the moment. Like with anxiety, it's just not feeling that great. And like, that is honestly, that is my bad definitely this week. And I actually think like one of the worst parts of it as well is I'm being so irritable, like so irritable and poor Dave. Like I keep snapping at him and then being like, fuck, why am I doing that? And like apologizing profusely, but... I don't know if anxiety makes you feel irritable, but it really makes... I think it's because, like, so much headspace goes into it that you don't have much headspace for anything else. And, like, we were coming away, and Dave was like, are you going to bring your hairdryer? And I was like, no, there'll be one there. There'll be one at the Airbnb, it's fine. And he was like, I don't think there will, I'll just bring a hairdryer. And I was like, there will be one at the Airbnb, and I don't have any headspace for this. Like, stop it, leave me alone. And obviously we got to the Airbnb and there's no hairdryer, so I've had to go out and buy like a really little shitty one that's actually small <sighs> but sake. mighty. Um, so yeah, I hate that. I hate the irritability. I just, I just hate that. I hate being irritated because I, I just feel so guilty afterwards, like immediately afterwards. But it's just like that snap. We were talking about that with the in the Gemma episode, weren't we? Like I get... I actually, I don't particularly snap at other people, but I really, I snap at myself and I get really, sometimes I will at Alex, but it's, I'm much more, I think since coaching, I'm much less likely to turn it on other people now. But the thing that I still haven't got to grips with is not turning it on myself. Like I really sit with myself and I'm like, this isn't his fault. Even when he's being so annoying, I'm like, he doesn't know. He doesn't know how awful he's being. Like he doesn't know that the sound of his chewing is like ruining my life right now. Like, yeah, I think like there would have been a time when, well, there definitely was a time when I just get really irritated by like loads of things. But I've already, I've talked about this so much about like my expectations for other people being really high. So then I'd get irritated if they didn't match them. But a massive part of my coaching and making my life happier was just never to get annoyed with anybody else because I just didn't want to be. I don't like being annoyed. I don't like being irritated. But the one area I haven't been able to really fix that is with myself. So I know what you mean, but I just snap at myself. And then I get, like, if I were you now, I'd have got angry with myself about the hairdryer and I'd be so angry with myself. And then I'd, like, just be horrible to myself for, like, hours. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, no, I know what you mean. Yeah. I I just feel... Because it's like a... It's not like a constant irritation. It's just like a like a snap. Like it's like a reflex, and I hate that because then I feel like it's not me, and then I just feel so guilty about. Anyway, it's just. But you're able to communicate it, and that's good. Like you can recognise that you're doing it, so you can at least communicate. Yeah, and I say sorry to him straight away, and he's like, "It's fine." Like he did. It takes a lot for him to be like actually upset. That's the Aquarius life, and I love that for him. Is it? Yeah. (laughs) It also like takes so much to get a rise out of him. 
like so much. Good. That's I mean, out. That's exactly what you need in this life. You do not need someone hot-headed in your life. I think it would be an absolute. Yeah, I would not like that at all. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. That would kill me. I've never been with anyone who's hot-headed. Actually, thank God. Um, and uh, and then a part of that today as well. Part of the bad as well is like feeling like I don't know if you feel this too. Is like feeling like you can't talk about it because people are going to be like oh she's always moaning do you know I don't know do you get that I have this feeling of like I'm always moaning like I'm constantly moaning and I'm, I try not to moan like and I and I try not to moan when I'm like busy or stressed or like feeling anxious because I feel like people are like oh you know she's you know so and I'm just gonna say it like people are like oh she's so privileged she's got so much you know like she's got such a good life like da, 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 like how can she moan so like even then I was like I don't know if that should even be my bad do you know what I mean of course you can moan well, I hate the word moaning as well I also feel like it's really fucking gendered I don't feel like people talk about men moaning oh my god it's so gendered I never even thought about that it's so it's gendered. same with ranting people always tell me that I rant and I'm just like men never rant how annoying um but I don't think you feel it but yeah. I also think I'll like and you're one of these people that holds everything so well together. And like, I think maybe because we work together really closely now and I've also accidentally been privy to like some of your coaching sessions with Jacqueline. Like, I feel <laughs> yeah. like I understand the way that you work quite well now. So like, I can tell like this week you've been r- very different to how you normally are, but you don't bring a problem to me. You're just, you just behavior shifts time, but not bad, but I, you know, you can just notice it. And I always, I want you to know always that you can always bring a problem to me. I'll never think that you're moaning and I'd love to be able to help you more and I'd love to be able to like, yeah. and, and I think that's true of all your friends and actually all the people that like you and you know what, the people that don't like you, the people that listen and think, well, she's so privileged, she can't have problems. That's an astounding lack of empathy and you wouldn't go to them for help anyway because of course you can have problems and mental health is not, yeah. um, it's not picky it goes for anybody and and we know that we know that so famously now that's something we've talked about online for a very long time but it's it's incredibly clear you know you look at some of the most seemingly happy and successful people in the whole wide world and you have no idea of the battles that they're facing and that's something that we teach all the time is that empathy is important so and 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 love and kindness so you never need to feel bad for quote unquote moaning because you're not moaning you're sharing reality and that's the point of this section of the podcast is to talk yeah. about this stuff it of is of course it? it is yeah and it's it. and it's horrible living there with anxiety go. like that it's horrible like to just feel so unsafe yeah. all the time and so uncomfortable all the time and i've really felt for you so i'm really proud of you for sharing it but i don't think you should ever feel bad because it's just yeah and maybe we need a new word for moaning actually that's so true i've never thought that it was gender that's never crossed my mind but it's so it's true so I'm li- like men don't moan and also if they, I, I, yeah i don't think they do i don't think they do let's do awkward anything awkward for me so my awkward is that i was sitting next to a girl on the train the other day and she was googling and i didn't mean to be looking at her phone but she had one of the big phones and it was right in front of me and i just couldn't help it and she was googling should i break up with my boyfriend and i had major secondhand anxiety anxiety for her like it honestly I was like I, I, I feel like I should like talk to her like I don't know it was like oh my god I feel so bad for her so yeah that was my did you talk to her no no because then I'd have to admit that I was looking at her phone yeah yeah you would even though it was kind of in my face a little bit but mm, I don't think that's the excuse you think it is I feel like a lot of men have used that for like I wasn't staring at your boobs they were just in my face <laughs> Alex, the phone pervert. <laughs> it's a good point. That's a very good point. 
Shame on me. Oh, bless Shame. her. There's an Orla Gartland song, and I love her so much, and it says, it, there's a lyric in it, and it's just like, oh, actually, this isn't going to make you feel any better. But it's like, it's like the, uh, it's, the song is called Why Am I Like This? And she's like, I saw a girl crying on a train, and I should have asked if she was okay. But she just got up and walked away. Why am I like oh, this? And I was like, oh. it's, that, it's, it's that thing where you always think like, oh God, I, w- I wish I, I want to help that person. Like, you know, if someone, because if you were crying in public, would you want someone to talk to you or not? No. Hmm. I wouldn't. Yeah, but I, I'm, I, I feel when I'm upset, I'm quite, I prefer to be quite insular with it. But other people prefer support. But if you're crying on a train, like arguably that's not that insular. <laughs> but if you can't help it, you know. I guess if yeah. you're like looking around, like doing a dramatic wipe of the tears and you're like clearly looking for, then yeah. But oh, I think, yeah, I've had some really nice people. I mean, why am I always crying in public? But the, the few times I've been upset in public, I think I, I had an old lady asking me if I was okay once. I was like, all right. And then oh. there was that one time when I fell over, I was doing, oh, I had one of the worst days of my life. I was doing this, the, a marathon training run and I fell outside a hotel in Battersea and I just landed on the floor and I just burst into tears I was like 11 miles in and I just wasn't thriving and this woman who was like the nicest woman like had the friendliest face I've ever seen on a, on a human she was like are you okay and I just looked and I was like no. Oh. And she was like, "Oh my god, like what's what's wrong with you?" Oh. And then she had to sit with me for ages. It was really embarrassing. Fuck it, that's my awkward for this week from like three years ago. So embarrassing. Uh, yeah, I, I I I do think it's good to like assume that people aren't like me and assume that it is nice to give them to be like, oh, "Are you okay?" Literally, just three words. And also, like. If they don't want to talk to you, they'll be like, I'm fine, thank you. Or and if they do, then yeah, there you go. Yeah, I think it's always nice. Like, I always get really emotional when I see those people standing with the pieces of cardboard saying free hugs. Oh, but I think... And then they just... Oh. The people really need a hug. Wait, what, are you going to... You're going to be cynical, aren't you? No, no, do you do that? Do you go and give them a hug? Well, no. No. I'm not a massive hugger. But it's nice for everyone else. Okay, I have an awkward, and it's not my awkward... It's not my awkward at all, but and it's someone else's awkward, and this is really bad. But we went. So it was one of my best friends, Hen, at the weekend, and it was really fun. And on the Saturday, we went canoeing, and this guy. There were two two men like leading the canoe trip. Yes. So there were like twenty of us, like twenty of us hens. And there were actually some boys within the hens, but that's fun and that's modern, and we love to see it. But um, so mostly these clacking women, and um, we were all getting our little life jackets on, and we were all getting ready to go in our canoes and have a little excursion, and it was great. And um, there were two men, and I'm not going to name them, um, who were like leading the trip. And there was an older guy who was helping us get like in the boats, and then there was the younger guy. And oh my god, I've never felt so sorry for a human being. I don't know what came over him, but the younger guy like pushed his boat, he like ran down the slipway. Like, choo, 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 running down the slipway, yeah. and he, like, pushed his boat out into the water. Yeah. And then he did this, like, jump thing yeah. to, like, clearly try and, like... I'm just going to say it. I think he might have been trying to show off, like, a teeny, It sounds tiny like bit. that's it. So he, so he pushed his boat down really fast, and then he jumped into it, and then, obviously, he, fell no. out the fucking no. boat. And we were all just like, oh, my God. Oh, no, I'm dying like, for him. I fucking died and you know me like I have a problem and it's not good like I've watched my mum trip over so many times these last few days and you shouldn't laugh at, at your mum tripping over you shouldn't it's not appropriate but, you're evil. but I have 
a problem. I, I, and it's not even funny. Like, I get really embarrassed by my own, like, sickness. But look, it's something I was born with. I can't do anything about it, okay? So if this lad wants to, like, oh, like no. skateboard his cut canoe down to the water and then fall out. And I just felt so sorry for him. Because then we had to go on a two-hour excursion and he was all wet. He had to just get no, back I in his little boat. He just had to get back in his boat this and just is, canoe with us. And we me. all had to not. I know. And we just had to sit there and be like, okay. <laughs> Okay, did he, like that's normal. Did he address it? Well, I asked him at the end. I was like, you okay? At the end? So at the beginning well, when you, it... We were in a different boat. Like, we couldn't be like, oh my God, are you okay? Because it was like... But, but did he like, you know, put his hand up and go like, ha ha, like, oh lol, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, We had a bit of a lol, but it all had to be like, you know, like a polite lol, not like ha ha. A restraint. It had to be like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, oops, <laughs> oops, what you like? So I think everyone, a couple of people were like, you okay, man, nice. he was like, yeah. Mortifying. He was a nice young guy. And then at the end, I was like, are you all right? Does that always happen? <laughs> He's like, no. Oh, Lol. bless him. <laughs> I know, I know. There is nothing know. worse than like showing off and then just doing something absolutely I know, and when it's your job as well, like you're the one that's really good at oh, it. I'll keep him in my prayers. Yeah, he was a really good sport and he was a really nice guy. And thankfully for him, I don't think he'll ever see any of us again. That's the good thing about a hen. You never go yeah. like where any of you live. Yeah. You always go somewhere else. Phew, so thank God. I think, he, yeah, few. And if I hadn't just immortalised it on here, no one would ever know. I know. <laughs> I've deliberately not said where we were like, or his name. I actually love Jeffrey. that awkward. No, joking, he's not called Jeffrey. That was really um, funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, we've got our guest to announce. This week on the podcast is our friend... Sophie Milner. Sophie's a fashion and lifestyle influencer, um, but she talks really openly about her, she's had some plastic surgery and she talks really openly about it and we wanted to get her on to chat about it and go like sort of delve into it a little bit because I think it's like a really interesting topic that admittedly is very much a grey area and I don't think necessarily there, there are any sort of like right or wrong answers when it comes to this stuff it's more like this interview is more like an exploration of the topic and I found it really really interesting and I hope I hope you guys do as well and I do think there'll be lots of opinions around this which we obviously welcome and feel free to share them with on our um, Instagram DM at should I do that pod um, because yeah I think it should be an open topic because I don't think there are yeah, I don't think it's it's black and white, is it? No, and like I don't think, even though it's done and we've had this conversation, I don't think I know entirely where I land. Like I don't think I have yeah. a set core of beliefs here about any of it. My opinion is very fluid. Um and individual and yeah, I, I really welcome Soph's viewpoint. I love following her online because I do think her transparency is very cool yeah and there are and I'll, I'll confess there are times sometimes when I look you know when I wake up in the morning and I just look like a sack of absolute dicks and like you know there's you, you know when you just look fucking gross and you look at someone beautiful online as Sophie is and she's so like glamorously put together and I look at her sometimes and I think oh my god I wish I looked like you and I think it's really interesting that sometimes I sit with that thought um, and then particularly, I think the thing that she does that's so valuable is she talks so openly on her stories about her own 
um, issues with body image, the the things that have driven her to do certain things. And she is very open about uh, Botox or plastic surgery, whatever she's had done, you know, she doesn't keep anything a secret. And I think that's really important because you can't get away from the feelings that I was feeling. Like, I don't think that's, that it's human nature to instinctively compare yourself sometimes or have these thoughts. So it's really kind of valuable then when you accept that you are probably going to have these thoughts, that the people that you're having them about can be really honest and open. So... I don't know with any certainty what I think, but I really welcome the conversation. And I also yeah. think like, let's have this one with kindness. Cause I think this is a really good example of sometimes when women can get quite like women on women, like catty yes. um, and surgery can get kind of people get very passionately I was about to say this. for or against. Yeah. And I think we need to remember to just lead with love. And Sophie's a really great girl and we absolutely love her. And I thought what she said was really cool. And she's a great follower. She's also one of the smartest people I follow online. Like her stories, yeah. she, I just absolutely love her. So um, yeah, I'm really excited for this episode and I hope everyone enjoys it. Enjoy the episode. Here is Sophie. Thank you so much for coming on. No worries. We're both really excited to have you on. I can't believe we've never met before. Like I've followed you for years. I know. For ages and ages. Um, I feel like we've spoken over DM for ages and ages. Yeah. But never met you. Um, but... I love following you on Instagram. You're one of my favorite people to follow. Oh my God, thanks. No, I mean it, I do. <laughs> I do too. Yeah, okay. <laughs> we actually did talk about this. So this isn't just like us blowing smoke at your ass. We mean it. Because what I really like is, I mean, and I, I don't know how to say this without like offending like typical fashion influencers, but a lot of the time, and I don't actually mean this with offense. And I know that like, every time you say no offense, it's always like offense, but a lot of fashion influencers, I love what they do, but a lot of it is quite like aspirational and very curated and and not necessarily some of the more accessible stuff. And that's what I love that you do because like you actually offer a glimpse into your entire life, like the good bits, the bad bits. And a lot of that is to do with like body image as well. And I was saying to Em before, you came here I was like what I find super interesting and unique about what you talk about with body image is that loads of us like myself included it's like we talk about like our journey like body image journey like it's always in the past tense like it was so bad and this happened that happened and da 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 but like now I'm fine and you rarely actually hear or see someone online talking about having bad body image in the moment and like being super transparent with it and you do that a lot you're like super honest with it which is what I love and I imagine is so helpful for so many people I'm so I feel like I'm so honest with so many things that often it's possibly to my detriment sometimes because I I worry that by being so honest about these things I possibly have a negative impact on some people and people will look at me and be like why because you know I mean I'm I'm a size like eight to 10 a lot of the time. And I just feel that people will look at me and be like, why would you have an issue with your body image? But then other people look at me and they're like, oh yeah, I can see why you have an issue with your body image. And it's crazy because all these people's opinions around there, it's really hard to block them out and also focus on your own opinion, especially when your own opinion is skewed. So I always worry, I'm like, if by talking about it, am I gonna make other people feel worse? But then in general, whenever I've spoken about it and being really open and honest, people have just been so in general very kind and also like oh my god it feels so like nice to hear someone explain these things or say something that I recognize and you know I feel that I I don't have a right to be upset about my body or feel uncomfortable about my body because there's nothing like in quotation marks wrong with my body but like you know you talking about it makes me feel like I can have these issues as well and it's like we don't want to have issues but I just feel like own sometimes owning it for me <laughs> it kind of probably comes more of a place out of like 
desperation and actually just panicking in the moment and being like, I'm having a really hard time. So I want you to know that I'm having a hard time and life is not easy breezy and perfect all the time. Like there yeah. is this like amazing side of my life, but then there's also this flipped reality and this is how I see things and how I live my life. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and it's, it's so true. I mean, because anybody in this, this space, this body image space and who talks about body image and knows about body image is that they know that it's in the mind. It's a problem in the mind. It's not a problem with the body. So if we tell people who are a certain size, who are slim or take a size eight, 10, 12, whatever, if we say that those people can't have body image issues and at the same time we're saying that it's in the mind, that it's a mind problem, not a body problem, like there's a huge, like, there's a huge oh absolutely there. no completely and I think that's the thing I think everyone wants to put everything neatly in a box and this is this issue that I find happens with women a lot it happens in the influence industry everyone's like oh you must tick a certain box to be able to identify as this or have this as a problem in your life or this be your niche but actually it's like that's so reductive I mean I had my boobs done when I was a lot younger than I am now and I never told anyone about it because I didn't even have an Instagram account so for me I was like this is kind of not relevant to anything when I did eventually come out and say oh yeah like I had my boobs done years ago because people would not stop asking me and it got to a point where I was like I just don't I felt like I was either withholding the truth or lying by by just ignoring their questions so after I said that people were just like oh well how can you even have anything to say about body image or even be a voice about like you know dealing with body image when you've had surgery and I'm like well isn't that like doesn't that kind of go hand in hand like I had surgery because I had an issue with my body image so actually like I do deserve a seat at this table to have this like discussion because you know this is something that's directly affected me so much that I went and changed my body so it's really weird but people think that oh you can only talk about it if you're like this person who's in all embracing of their flaws and everything like that rather than someone who's gone out and changed something and it's just it's crazy it's like it's not as simple as that nothing is as simple as that unfortunately yeah and it's really weird it's like I even find it fascinating how much you you are asked and how much like there was speculation yeah. about it in the first place because it's like what what does that information give to anybody else? It's mm. like, it's, it's completely it's irrelevant. Weird. It's yeah. really weird. Completely. I know, I find it really frustrating because I was like, I, it was it was something that was very personal to me and I did it when I was younger. And also like, it was it was something that my, my parents, they were like, we don't want you to tell people because we don't want people to judge us for allowing you to do that at that age. Like realistically, I was still old enough to make my own decisions. How old were you? Uh, turning to turning 21. So I was still Good. really young. Cause I had like this thing called, I don't know the exact like medical term for it, but it was like, they called it a depressed chest and it's where your chest wall goes in. So my boobs, like not only did I have like one boob way bigger than the other, they also sat inwards inside my chest. So they looked, it was, they were not like, I wouldn't say they looked deformed, but they certainly were like more, it was more than just like a, oh, I don't really like my boobs, I want big boobs. It was just like, I just want to look a, and feel a bit more normal in my body. That's all I wanted. And I don't regret it at all. And I know people will probably judge me for saying that because I had a surgery so young being like, oh, like, you know, you should have waited till you're older. Maybe I should have done, but also I, I don't regret it because it gave me so much confidence. And I was at university at the time and the girls that I was living with, they, a few of them were quite anti-cosmetic surgery. And when they found out I was having it, they were 
they didn't really say anything but then afterwards they like you know when you're all drunk at pre-drinks they're like so like you've really changed my mind about surgery like i have seen you go from this really insecure cover your body up kind of person to this incredibly confident like young woman and seeing you this change in you and how happy you are in yourself they were like i can't even put it in words like it's amazing and like that's really changed my mind on surgery and i was just like that's you know that was really awesome to hear like to because it's it's i feel like once again it's one of these things that i'm such a fence sitter when it comes to situations i'm very i can kind of always see things from all angles and different points of views and it's like oh like, i agree with that and i agree with that because so yeah it's 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 a, it's a weird one i know that that's it like cosmetic surgery is such a contentious subject and a lot of people have a lot of opinions on it and yeah so i think that when i kind of came out and was like oh yeah i'd had my boobs done when i was younger and people were like well you can't talk about body image then and i'm like but why like come on it's just crazy like you can't also you can't tell people what they can and can't talk about so or what they kind of can't do with their body right yeah i know right and i felt because this was a thing because i i have this I'm a very like pro, get the surgery, like get surgery if you want it. There's loads of, it's that very baseline, very, that's what I kind of feel in general, but there's also loads of kind of caveats to that. But my main thing when it comes to people with platforms having surgery, I, people always say like, do you think that influencers and celebrities should disclose the surgery that they've had? And I personally, don't think that they should. Like imagine everyone having to post a disclaimer being like, boobs, fake, like nose, fake. Like, yeah. you know, that kind of thing on every <laughs> single picture. However, I do feel, and also then that once again, that's also policing women's bodies. Like it really is. But then yeah. I think when people are selling products off the back of a surgery, mm. now that's when things are really not right. And I don't know how that would ever be sort of kind of like watched, but say for example, like I've worked with loads of underwear brands in my time as an influencer, but every single time I had a campaign and they were like, we want you to talk about how supportive this bra is. I always said, no, I can't talk about how supportive it is. And this is before I'd even told anyone I had like publicly that my boobs weren't real. I was like, I can't say that I wear a, I'm, this bra's really supportive because my boobs aren't real. And that for me is false advertising. Yeah. Like it's, I can't be like, hey, I'm an F cup and this bra's so supportive, but actually my boobs are fake. Like I can't, that's yeah. just false advertising. So mm. I will not do that. And they've always been really great like about it being like, okay, cool, we'll go down a different angle. And even when it comes to lingerie brands wanting to work with me on things, I always said that straight up as well being like, just want to let you know that my boobs aren't real. Do you still want to work with me? Because <laughs> they might want to obviously work with someone who's got like like a, a more natural figure and that's fine. Like, you know, it's going to show the product off probably best to its ability if that's what they're really focused on. So yeah, I think when things get to a point where people are selling products off their enhancements, like people who've had BBLs and then they're, then they're like promoting their glute guides mm -hmm. and things like that. That to me, I'm like yeah that's 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 really crossing a line that's crossing a moral line really to me yeah yeah agree and i agree with you as well that like influencers like nobody should have to declare mm. their surgery or anything they've had done um but you made the decision with yours and and subsequently you've had you had your nose done right and yeah. talked about it online yeah um well i felt so sorry you had that at the same time as i had my jaw done and we <gasps> yeah. were just like lying oh I my god so fast. We just yeah lying, like, i mean thriving. yours yours was like way more my sister had that surgery that yeah, you had but she, she had it years ago um 
and yeah, it was it was nice very yeah it was very 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 different to kind of like how I think they, they're, they're a lot more surgically advanced with what they did to you now compared to what they did to yeah. my sister also they messed hers up and she had to have a second surgery I've as well oh did you I've I didn't know you had a second yeah. oh my Another goodness screw hanging out down here. oh my god yeah oh. it's like so but then yeah nose but, job was very self-inflicted yeah. no <laughs> <laughs> like, my mum always says it doesn't matter how you got hurt the fact is yes. you got hurt like, oh, like yeah. when she says it when, when you have you got a hangover she's like it doesn't matter how you got sick the fact is you're sick now and you're oh my god my my mum's the opposite. If I'm like, I'm really sick. She's like, did you drink last night? And I'm like, yeah. And she's Irrelevant. like, well, it's your own fault. But then again, my mum's also a Virgo. So yeah. it kind of all makes sense. <laughs> yeah, you're not, yeah, sorry. I interrupted you, but your nose like that, because like, you've got your black eyes. I just remember, I just remember feeling yeah. remember, like, perverse like, solidarity. I was like, oh, it's not just yeah. me. With a, with I was face. so nervous. And the same, because I had my, <laughs> So, I'm sorry, it makes me laugh. I don't know why, because because it's such like a niche surgery. I just laugh when I say it. But I had my hairline surgically lowered two, two I have months. I've been fascinated two. by this. So have I. It looks so I, good. It so cute. But I just don't. And, and I will get back to like the question that one's asked, but like I don't get how they do it. So for hairline lowering surgery, it's it's it's. Is very common in people who are getting facial feminization surgery. So when people are going through their right. tra like they're transitioning and having that surgery, is apparently like very very common right. in that area. So yeah, basically, they cut your underneath your hairline, and obviously my forehead was three centimeters bigger than what it is now. And then they um, they basically cut it, remove a bit of skin, and then sort of like shift your scalp, sort of like downwards and then stitch it back up so like you have to if you like grab your head and go like that like your head will like you're gonna <laughs> wait wait see you guys don't have much movement yeah you've got you you've got quite a bit of movement so you might be you would maybe if you ever wanted Is it because i've got a massive forehead <laughs> also i used but to like you, my big forehead in yeah you don't you don't have much movement in your scalp so you wouldn't be a very right. i don't think you'd be a very good candidate for it for example so there's like nice. there's things like that that come into it whereas i went like that Oh my god, my whole hair was like. It's <laughs> like I was wearing a wig. I was just like. <laughs> so they were like, "Yeah, you'd be a perfect candidate for it because you've got loads of space to pull your hairline down without, like, causing like any real like stretching Does or anything lift like your that." Eyebrows up? No, but oh, I did. Geez. I had so ah. Oh, so when I had, I would the, be sold. If yeah. I could have my hair. If they brought my hair down. And so my I, up. I had a brow lift done at the same time because I had. Remember, I had that awful. Fo um, not the fox eye thread lift. But I had, but I had thread lift to yeah. lift my eyebrows, and I had loads of complications from it. And so I had the threads removed from that, and then I had my brows surgically lifted because they all went in with the same incision. Oh, and that okay. way, I was because I was like, you know what? They're they're doing the incision for the hairline lowering, they yeah. may as well just remove the threads that had been causing me so much pain and also just lift my brows as well. So yeah, <laughs> they just did it all in one. And it was, um, it was like, it was a really good like, experience. It was a really good experience for me, but it was, you know, it was, it, once, like the both that and my nose job, I was so nervous about getting it done. And not because, not necessarily because I was like, what if it goes wrong? Like that was probably about 10% of my worry. Right. The 90% was, what are people gonna think about me? Yeah. Are people gonna judge me? Like, yeah. you know, like Pete, I know, cause I know people judge and I know people like, a lot of people don't like surgery and I, it was really frustrating and I nearly I nearly dropped out of having my forehead done like probably maybe a week before because I was so worried about telling people about it and like talking about it online because yeah. it's my face I can't hide my face I can't yeah. after you know I'd like I always like make make a joke about my forehead being being big and then I couldn't suddenly just like 
you know, a few weeks later come back and it'd be smaller. And people are like, you look different. And I'm like, I have no idea why. <laughs> I couldn't, I just, and I'm not that kind of, I'm so open and honest about things online. Like I talk about everything. I talk about like, you know, thrush for God's sake, probably at least every week. But I'm just very open and honest about these things that it may, it would make no sense for me to not say anything about yeah, it. And okay. I just felt like, I felt like I would be duping my 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 followers i do still like think like maybe in future if i decided to have surgery would i tell everyone about it i don't know it depends where i'm at like mentally in my life but for, at the time i was like no it feels like it's the right thing to do for both that and my nose job but i dealt with it in two very different ways when i had my nose done i kind of went through this whole like i had kind of approached it with this really apologetic I've done something wrong. I really hope you don't judge me sort of approach right. to it. And I remember I didn't tell anyone really, I'd only told a few people I was gonna get it done. And then after the surgery, after I'd seen like my picture, my art by before and after picture on the operating table and was like, yeah, that looks good now. I feel happy. And I, I, I went and posted about it on Instagram and I wrote like this three screenshot, like page screenshot long notes about, about like, you know, why I decided to have the surgery and like how I'd been having nose filler for years and how it's been one of my biggest insecurities and blah, 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 blah. Just justifying my action because I was so worried about all the judgment that I would get. And the fact that I sort of approached it in that way, it was almost like it was a, like, like I'd done something wrong. It was like, I was asking for like forgiveness mm -hmm. for making this decision about my body. And at the time that's, that felt like the right way to deal with it, like a million percent. But then when I did my forehead, I was just thought about it. And I was like, I don't wanna take the whole apologetic approach again. Like it is my body and like, it's my face, it's my body. Like I am being open and honest. Some people are not gonna like this. Some people will maybe just be indifferent to it. Some people are gonna judge me. Some people are gonna respect me for it. It is what it is. Yeah. So I was like, I'm just gonna own it and be like, so this is what I've done. And this is why I've done it. And you can have your opinions on it, but this is this is this is what's happened. And I'm going to be honest with you, and I'm not going to lie about it. And I felt so much more empowered in doing that because I felt like I hadn't set myself up on the back foot of being like, oh my god, people are going to come for me. I just kind of just was like, whatever. I'm just going to go with it. So yeah, it's scary. <laughs> How did people react? What was the difference both times? Both times. It's actually been really, I think I only remember having maybe one or two semi-negative messages about my nose. And that was more like, oh, what? It wasn't like a, oh, you look terrible. It was a, oh, why did you do that? You were fine the way you were. Like, oh, or like, you know, like your your features were what made you unique. And now, like, now you just seem to look like everyone else. And this is something that I know like it's a very very difficult thing and i know that this is maybe gonna like get me in shit for saying it but if you ever if you have a feature that like, i'm a 30 year old woman i'm old enough to make my decisions for myself now and i feel that if you've got a feature that people are like oh but it makes you unique and stand out a lot of the time that feature was probably something that that person got bullied for like my nose was something i got bullied for in school so i don't want a nose that stood out i wanted to look like everyone else i wanted like a no well i wanted to look like me i wanted i was i said to my sergeant i was like i want this to be really like natural i don't want a crazy big difference i just want to look like i just want the bump to be gone and you know that's that's the thing i think people just think that by saying oh but you're, it's your things that make you unique and i don't disagree with that but also i think even though that's so well intended and i look at people and i'm like oh my god like you know she looks really quirky or she looks like this it's beautiful it's so different that's not how they feel in themselves no. and so when you hear that 
it's it, it kind of really does fall flat a lot of the time because you're like, well, that's great, but that's not how I feel in myself. Also, that doesn't feel that well intended to me because on a very basic level to say to someone, once they've had surgery that is permanent surgery that they can't go back on. Yes. It's not like having filler in your nose that you can dissolve. <gasps> yes. Like you've just had surgery. So then to, the, then to go and say to them, oh, well actually, but that was what made you unique and now it's gone. Like, why are you saying that? That's something they can do now. So like, think that, but keep it to yourself. Yeah, exa- exactly. What does that saying? And it's something like, you shouldn't comment on the way people, someone looks unless they can change it in, the, in five minutes or something. So for yeah. example, like I'm sitting here and I've got something in my teeth and you're like, babe, Babe, girl, that's yeah. something in your teeth. <laughs> that right. you can fix really easily. Whereas if you're like, babe, babe, um, like, you know, your nose looks like shit. Like, I don't know, something like that. Like, it's something that you can't change or like immediately. If you can't change something within five minutes, don't bother commenting on it. Yeah. That's the way that I see it. But in general, like it's the the response was really, really overwhelmingly positive. And I I think for me, like obviously I've been a full-time influencer for a, a long time now and my main concern about having surgery and talking about it, I remember telling my agent and who's a very good friend of mine, I was like, I'm not gonna tell anyone about my nose job. <laughs> I was like, I'm not gonna tell anyone. I'm just gonna like like pre-record content and just post it. And then, then I was just not gonna say anything and then it will be fine. And she was like, I just think that you should own it. I don't think that you should keep your followers in the dark about it. Like I just don't, people will ask you questions at the end of the day anyway. And I said, my main concern about talking about having cosmetic enhancements is that it's going to create insecurities in other girl and girls that don't didn't necessarily have it before and then encourage them to go out and get the surgery and like my agent was like look you might create an insecurity in someone else but also you existing may be creating insecurities in other people and she was like the only people you're gonna really encourage to go out and spend a lot of money on a nose job are people who have been considering it for a Can while I anyway. And say that yeah. my mm. best friend tech DM'd you on Instagram to ask about your nose job because she wants one so badly and she loves your nose so much. Yeah. And it's actually really empowering for yeah. her. Yeah. Oh. Because I think that's the other yeah. thing is for a lot of people it's really in the dark. And it's like no one just wakes up one morning and is like, oh, I just want this like huge surgery on my face. Yeah. Because someone on Instagram, you know, like has it. Exactly. You do it because you've got your own private relationship with your own appearance. Yeah. And yeah. I think like even before what you're saying, like that comment about like people saying, oh, it's what made you unique and stuff. I actually think the comments about people's face and I only have it because I haven't had anything. I mean, I get me Botox, like it's time, but um, <laughs> I haven't had anything in my face before, but my face surgery, the, the surgery that I had, which broke my, my jaw, um, I ended up after that with like, and I didn't diagnose, I'm diagnosing it myself with like, I don't think it exists. I don't know, but face dysmorphia. No, I think it, I think it, I feel like it does exist. And if it doesn't, it mm, should, because yeah. I remember the way that you spoke about what you went through after that, I like, yeah, I could, I could really, I could really feel that from you yeah. because you know, I can, so many people, I think cause my sister, when she had that surgery, her face changed a lot mm. and it was, it was hard for her to, I mean, my sister has special needs, so it's kind of different in that respect, but she, but it was also, it was very difficult for her. Yeah. So I, the seeing you go through that was, was, you know, it was, it was hard, but it was hard to watch. it's same, you know, it's even like, I didn't choose this surgery, but you know, it's my mum's arg- argument again about the hangover. Like <laughs> it doesn't matter how you get there. The fact is it's a really personal thing to change your body or to have your body change in any way and I think people's comments are really interesting like I didn't want to be told that I look better before or better afterwards because I'm like 
and if anything tell me I look better afterwards because that's yeah. good for morale yeah but when people are like oh I really liked how you look before and I'm like right Why but I couldn't I breathe that? before yeah so, like, exactly this face or nothing yeah Do people really say that yeah that's awful like, also I'm sorry me. that really annoys me I hate that like I my favorite comments are when people say gorgeous before gorgeous after always gorgeous and you're like yay yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, I just I think it's and it maybe it's well-intentioned and I don't know what it is but I think people are like instinctively whenever they've whenever and I think it is like a woman thing of like trying to make somebody feel better about themselves yeah. and they just like put this like massive like misguided band-aid on something to be like but you were so pretty and it's just like no I feel like irrelevant. saying saying that you were better before or you looked so pretty before and you've had something done permanently to change yourself that is never a positive thing that is always that is one of those like veiled like negs I was just I, about to I, say I, honestly I don't I don't believe it I don't I don't believe that that's ever them trying to be I think it's them having a bit of a dig whilst trying to come across as being nice like that's that's hundred yeah, percent yeah I don't, because I mean I am lacking common sense but like that is very clear to me that like why the fuck would you say that yeah to someone yeah I know I, I think it, I, I agree with you I think it's like yeah it's a, it's exactly a dig veiled exactly like, oh but you were so pretty and I also think sometimes people do it like if you take a nose job for example like if you don't like your nose it's so easy, like if I didn't like my nose to just be like to you, oh well, I liked well, it better before, or you you look great before because that makes me feel better yeah. about my my bad. Oh nose. my god, this! So my friend, she she had a boob job and she'd been really insecure. She's thirty as well, and she she finally made the decision this year to do it, and mm. she got like so much shit from girls who were like, "I always looked up to you because you were part of the itty bitty titty committee, and now you've like left and joined all these other girls and blah 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 blah, and like you know it's just really disappointing." And, and you know, I just feel really sad that you decided to do that, and. It's it's like you know what like it's you're really projecting your own issues and that's the thing and I think and I I know full well how other people watching other people get surgeries can sometimes impact me and like you know those are these girls that I follow on Instagram these sisters and I found out that they'd had BBLs and I was always like their bodies are like really amazing like natural like like curves whatever and then I found out they'd had very 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 subtle BBLs and after finding that out I just unfollowed them because I was just like I just it's it's making me feel bad about myself. And I do feel like we kind of have to have a bit of responsibility as consumers to unfollow yeah. what like makes us feel uncomfortable. Yeah, 100%. Because, I, Cause I knew that when, I mean, I lost followers when I came out about my surgeries, like every, both times. And I think even when I said I mentioned about my boobs, I think I lost followers. And it, I just, I've always was knew that that is something that's going to happen. Cause people are either gonna be like, I don't agree with what you've done. I don't agree with surgery or that's made me feel a certain way about myself. Yeah. And I don't like that, so I'm gonna unfollow you. And that's so fine. That's, that's the great. best thing. Like, yeah, go, exactly. Like, go unfollow. Completely. Like you've you've spotted your own like boundaries, yeah. your triggers, whatever. Like go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what makes me laugh about your your friend is like the audacity of some people to just think that like this this woman owes me her appearance. Like yeah, I know. Uh, did you not know that you made me feel better? So now you've done something and it makes me feel worse. What are you gonna do about it? Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. Completely agree. I know. It's crazy. It's really weird because I think it's like, it's, it's something, it is always such a difficult subject to kind of like work out like what's the right thing and what's the best approach to, to, to kind of go down as someone with a platform. And for me, I was just like, well, go, leading up to my surgery with my hairline, I was like, I have got three options. It's like, I either 
own it and I just tell everyone and just like post about it and then I just move on. Either I don't tell anyone and I keep it a secret and people then might ask me, you look different, what have you done? Why is your forehead smaller? Oh my God, are you wearing like a little like baby wig or something like that? Like, what are you doing? And then I have to then be either ignore them or lie or tell them the truth and then the truth gets out anyway. Or the third thing, I don't get the surgery, even though that's what I really wanna do for myself. And I don't get the surgery because I'm worried about the impact it has on other people and worried about maybe having to lie to others about it. But then, but then I'm not living my life for me. I'm living my life for other people. And I think that's one thing that people do need to kind of understand as well, that you've got to do what's best for you by you. And that's, yeah, I think that's kind of like, it was like, for me, it was a no brainer. Like those three options, it was a no brainer, which one I was going to pick. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's really weird. Cause like you say before, like sitting on the fence. Cause I, I don't think I do sit on the fence in that I think everybody should have cosmetic surgery if they want it, because if it makes you feel good, if anything makes you feel good, then, and you're not harming anyone else, then do it. But then I also think about like the Love Islanders and how they've all had enhancements and like, and how they're becoming so commonplace and people are getting them so young. And I can't balance, and I'm not asking you to balance because it's not your job to answer it, but I always, I, I, that's where I like, I can't quite like make my things make the two things true yeah that will work Does yeah no sense? I know yeah. it's, it's but then I think this is the thing I think it's because it's such an incredibly nuanced like conversation and there absolutely is no like black and white with it and I feel like it's okay to feel like oh this make might feel a bit uncomfortable like for example there's certain surgeries that I don't think are really like exactly good ones like you know for example you know people who get the like fox eye thread lift or the like you know eyebrow lifts to make them look more exotic when they're you know like a very typical like white western person mm. that for me seems like they're kind of tapping in to look like more exotic in another culture and i don't think that's really right whereas it, like same for people who get really dramatic bbls to look a certain way mm. and it's like you're kind of like appropriating black culture and profiting of that like kind of like the kardashians i guess and that's a whole different kind of topic and it's just I don't know like it's but then I also then think that if if you want to have a surgery and like it's going to make you feel so much better about yourself then then you know then then do it and mm. it's very it's such a complex issue and I think that I do feel that everyone who gets surgery should be offered therapy first and with my nose and my forehead I was offered um therapy as well they it's kind of like as a standard but when I had my boobs on I don't know if it was just because like because I went to my GP about it first being like I'm really insecure and like I it's really getting me down and like my chest looks like this and blah 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 I was never offered like therapy in any way was never put on a wait list to talk about to a counselor whereas now I think had I done that, I probably would have been because like talking about the mental health aspect of it all wasn't a thing back then. Like it really kind of wasn't, this was 10 years ago. So it wasn't really a thing, but I think now there are those options to at least help support you. And I think if you're gonna go down the surgery route, you have to be incredibly aware. I think you need to be very aware of the things that are, that are at play with why do I want this surgery? Am I doing this for me? Is it safe? All these things, there are so many things. And I, I these are questions that I would ask myself endlessly. And, you know, I, I definitely consider myself a feminist, but I, when I was having my nose job, <laughs> I was Googling endlessly, am I a bad feminist for having a nose job? Because <laughs> I was just like, am I, am I? And I, the way that, the kind of conclusion that I came to 
was that like we we live in this like patriarchal society where we have these beauty standards set by the, the patriarchy that are essentially upheld by people who adhere to the, the beauty standards like myself like I do uh, unfortunately feed into that and help like hold that up but you've also then got to take yourself and into it and be, look at it on a personal level and how these things affect you and the way I saw it was I was like okay what's what's worse I choose not to have this nose job which I know is going to make me very happy because I want to say a big fuck you to the patriarchy and you know beauty standards and then I go to spend the rest of my life being like I hate my nose I hate my nose I hate my nose I hate my nose like you know just just to, as a middle finger to the patriarchy or do I say okay I understand that by having this surgery I'm kind of playing into these beauty standards set by the patriarchy but instead of being unhappy and not getting this surgery, I'm just gonna own it and have the surgery anyway. Like what's a bigger fuck you to the patriarchy? Actually sitting there and being unhappy with my nose for the rest of my life or having the surgery and being like, yes, I'm really glad I changed this because it's actually changed my life. It makes me feel really confident. What's what what's the lesser of two evils there? And I think it was going down the surgery route. And I think it's always just such a personal decision. Like I feel always so passionate about it because it's just something that I think I think people just need to talk more openly about what their insecurities are, whether it's to their friends or whether it's to like partners or doctors, therapists, whatever. I think they need to be more open about like their insecurities and then what and tap into why they want to change them. And also like for me, these insecurities were things that were very like they I had had them for a long, long, long time. It wasn't just like like a surgery, a trend surgery. It's not like I was mm. just hopping on like a like getting like a permanent change for the sake of a trend. It was always something that had affected my like sort of like the way I looked at myself for a long time. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Do you know the expression chopping off your nose to spite your face? Because that feels really appropriate. For yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so true. My mum's really coming through me in this episode. I'm like, all of her expressions. Yeah, 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 <laughs> it is. Yeah, like you cut off your nose to spite your face. Yeah, like that's kind of, yeah. So it's, it's a tough but one. But I think it's really interesting to hear you talk about that tension between knowing that you want to change something in order to look more like the standard of beauty and at the same time, wanting to like give the middle finger fuck you to that standard of beauty and I guess this is like what what, what it, it, it's sad that we even have to think about this it is it's sad that we that this has to be like a because men don't a qui- a qui- um, they just go and get it 
they'd just go and get right, it. Right. They wouldn't right. have to think about the politicization of their nose. They'd just go yeah. out and fix it. I have to think, am I still feminist? Yeah. Like it's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sitting on Google at like one in the morning, feeling guilty. Am I still a feminist if I want a nose job? Like, yeah. But I really yeah. like that, even in terms of like how you work. Sorry to no, interrupt no. you. Even in terms of like everything that you do online, because, and I say this with all love because you know I admire you loads, but I just, I think you're such a contradiction in terms of what society says that influencers are and what people who are into Chanel are and like and people who like just are even attractive to then like be also with a brain and a political stance and big opinions and whatever and it's like it feels like it's what you were saying before about the box because it's like you're on Instagram kind of on your grid you're like fashion and 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 a lot of people would just leave that and be like oh well she talks about clothes so there's probably nothing to her and then your stories are so thought-provoking and thoughtful yeah and, like interesting and it's yeah. like that's really fun because that just feels in itself like a like a fuck you to yeah someone. I yeah definitely and I really I love I love that about what I do and I remember when I was when I was studying my master's degree my tutor was like people are always gonna overlook you he was like people will always overlook you they'll take one look at you and think that you're just a little bit of a bimbo but he was like you have so much to offer and you'll spend the rest of your life proving like yourself and your to Instagram's people Elwood. <laughs> Instagram I <laughs> yeah, I love that film so much, and I always watch it. And I'm like, I really personally relate to this. But she was a Virgo. But yeah, I yeah, I do. I think it's, and I just think that we are very. I think especially like it's social media on Instagram, on TikTok, wherever. We're very, very quick to judge people. And I think a lot of judgment that we have of others often comes like, actually it's a reflection of the judgments that we have for ourselves a lot of the time. Mm. And I think if we could just like maybe whenever, every time we judge someone and I, I mean, I still judge people all the time, but then I have to, I actually like actively question myself and I'm like, why am I judging this person? What have they really done? What, why has this provoked something in me that's made me feel uncomfortable? And perhaps this is years of being in therapy, which has made me do this, but it's kind of like the self-awareness that I have. And I always try and like reckon with these feelings when I have it. And I feel that like, obviously not everyone, not everyone does that because I get like comments and messages and things all the time where people either just haven't really thought about what they're saying or they simply don't care and they just want to be a troll like tiktok for example tiktok's so weird so like nice. tiktok is such a different place like it's so it's weird savage. it's like it's savage but also at the same time like i don't take things as personally over there which yeah. is really weird so it feels like they don't know you exactly like it's because be they're, they're yeah. judging yeah. you based on a seven second video yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's like so i feel that when someone sends a message to an instagram story that like a really long message and like i know that obviously you guys know this all too well when you get a, like an instagram like a response and someone's sending this whole like character assassination mm. and there's someone who's like i used to follow you and i loved following you and blah 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 and now i think this it makes you really think oh my god shit like are they is there something right in that whereas if someone just says oh like you're a stupid slut on like a on a tiktok <laughs> video on like, a seven second cool. tiktok video it's like <laughs> cool okay cool bro <laughs> yeah i know like i just i find it easier to not take things as seriously on that so it's a bit yeah. it's, it's very weird i always feel like also like my 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 all my content i've ever posted around surgery 
over on TikTok goes viral. Whereas I can like kind of, if I speak about it on Instagram, I feel like I can make a joke of it on TikTok more and just like have fun with it and laugh about it and own it more. Because weirdly enough, it's a safer space to just be like, whatever, this is what I've done. Mm. Whereas I do feel like on Instagram, speaking about this thing, this kind of thing feels very politicized and Mm. people are more likely to pull and like pull at what you've said and things like that and Mm. yeah it's it can be a bit of a weird one to navigate but at least that's kind of like that's why I probably posted more about it on TikTok because I was like, it feels like weirdly your a safer TikTok space for it. So funny though, when yeah. you draw, you drew <laughs> your <laughs> own hairline. I know. It's like she's lost it. I know. She's that was it. it. I was, <laughs> yeah, I was in quarantine for ten days in Jakarta, and I was so bored that I drew on my dream hairline using a refi brow pencil and I even like drew the parting on and everything and I was like I know this looks really stupid but actually if this was my own hairline it would look really good and I looked at that video the other other day and I was like wow that actually is my hairline now (laughs) I kind of manifested Manifested it it. yeah I manifested it so yeah but I don't know I think it's for me the whole topic of like surgery and everything the responsibility that I feel that I have. And I know people will look at me like, they're like, oh, you're like, I, I follow you because you're authentic and you're honest and open. And then there is that big contradiction that obviously surgery is seen as being this big fake but thing. you are very honest and open about it. Yeah. Like you had the, th- the, uh, the thread lift, thread lift <laughs> and you hated it. It's the worst thing and ever. And you shared it. Ridiculous. So honestly, that was so important to see. And I yeah. think like a lot of the comments that, come in the direction of people who have surgery or like and it's really like loath to use ridiculously simplistic terms but like I think it can be frustrating for people to see a woman have it all and there is something brave about going out and changing your face and changing this and changing that because it's like a lot of people have insecurities and feel a certain way about things but they don't do anything about it there's some things that maybe I think that I'd want right and for a plethora of reasons I just won't do it Mm. I'm kind of lazy I think I'd be scared I'd be scared of all the reasons that you said I'd be scared to do it on Instagram I'd be scared I'd be just scared and I probably wouldn't be fucked and I just wouldn't do it so I'm gonna sit in that negative well I'm gonna sit in the space of being like oh shoulda woulda coulda and it would have been really easy for me then to look at somebody else and you do have I love following you on Instagram because I feel like you just what you want you do and it's a really quick thing of like I love this I'm gonna buy it and I'm gonna wear it and I'm gonna look great and I'm gonna go here and I'm gonna look great and I'm gonna do this and just and you just do things you're just a doer you're just one of life's doers I am a do- it's a Virgo trait you know yeah I know you both do shit all the time but I just like I don't do impulsive. things the I'm same impulsive. way yeah but it's great it's so fun and I don't I sit on things for like my life and yeah then I'll go I don't know I'll go for Botox and then I'll be like oh you're 72 years late like you should have come and you're on your deathbed yeah, yeah you're like I think it's time yeah. now to do something about these wrinkles <laughs> and I just never will do it but I think like that's the thing I think a lot of people sit and and whether will whether that's a right feeling or not like I think a lot of us have it whereas it's just it, like it is brave to go and do yeah. that stuff but we also feel like women can't have it all and mm-hmm. I think when you go out and you're already a beautiful person you go and make yourself more societally attractive but then you also have a brain and you also earn your own money it can be really jarring for people to watch it and be like she doesn't need all of this she's smart <laughs> she's bright she's got a nice house she's got a nice this she doesn't need to go and look prettier do you know what I mean like I think yeah. that's where a lot of people's internalized yeah. stuff comes from i have a question for you guys do do you think that british people 
tend to be quite salty towards people going yeah. out and improving themselves. Yes, we're crabs. Yeah. You said that. I was just you about to say. The, the crab mentality. The crab, yeah, yeah, the crab bucket. Yeah. yeah. And they call it tall, tall poppy syndrome in yeah. uh, Australia. Like you, yeah. cu- you cut down the tallest, po- no, yeah. tallest, yeah, poppy or something. If you've got a bucket full of crabs yeah. and one crab has got out and he's like climbed to the top and he's holding the edge, the other crabs in the bucket will pull him back down again because the crabs don't want to see, look, look at me as a cancer. Um, yeah, you're like crabs are my yeah, people. I'm yeah, like, get back like, down here wanna, with me, bitch. Yeah. We're rotting together. Um, but yeah, they'd sooner they'd sooner kill their friends so that he yeah. can die and be miserable with yeah, them. Yeah, exactly. No, that is British, British it is. people. It really, yes. it really, really is. And I think that you Look know, I've got, got quite, I've got quite a few friends. Yeah, I've got quite a few friends in in America, and they're like, oh yeah, if they wanna if they wanna surgery. They're like, oh yeah, I'm gonna go out and get this done, or like, oh like I'm gonna have this treatment, and I'm gonna try this, and oh I'm gonna I don't I really don't like this, so I'm gonna go out and get lipo, and I'm like, oh my god, like what and like oh I, I i don't like my boobs i'm gonna get them done like like lifted and done smaller whatever like and they just kind of own it and that's just how it is and i'm like sometimes i'm like would it would would society be better if we were more like that or would it be like would it be worse but either way i do think that we have in the uk we have a bit of an issue with people going out there and bettering themselves like even if it's anything like anything aesthetically anything when it comes to finances like <laughs> when i when i posted about the other day about how i had a meeting with a mortgage advisor uh i lost loads of followers because people were like what i thought that you were always gonna rent you said that you were always gonna be generation rent and you always you were happy renting like why have you changed why have you changed on us and i was just like oh because i'm planning on i don't know like my life has changed a bit and i have decided that maybe it's the best option i haven't said i'm definitely gonna do it and i lost loads of followers that day i was like oh wow and people I don't think I think I think people do have an issue with with what seeing people better themselves in whatever way that is. But then also at the same time, the flip side of this, they have every single right, like we were saying, they have every single right to unfollow the things and the people that don't serve them. Mm. But I think doing that is fine, but we always have to be a bit more introspective than that and kind of look look within right. and be like, why has this made me feel uncomfortable? Yeah. Like, yeah, I think that's, that's something that we've kind of always got to do and I don't think British people are very good at doing that I'm gonna get like hunted out of this country with like torches and pitchforks (laughs) (laughs) but I do think this is like about trigger warnings and content warnings and stuff like this like we have so many of them nowadays like everything we look at is like trigger warning content warning and actually I just Okay, I'm opening an absolute can of worms here. Oh. This is a really, really, <laughs> if you get really I'm gonna big be topic. But, we're onto a good thing here. <laughs> and I do think you have to be careful with your triggers and you definitely have to manage your mm-hmm, triggers. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, I think being introspective and maybe having a bit of like a reflection on like, why is this triggering me? Mm-hmm. Like obviously it's different for, I got shit last night for talking about tonsil stones without putting a trigger warning up. No. I said that I was, I, I always get acid reflux. So I'm often like sick in the middle of the night. And I said I, I was sick in the middle of the night. And some, I got so many people, for, and I can't remember what the phobia is. Yeah, just it's track a, of, yeah, track yeah, some phobia. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. But I was like, I, I can't, if I do this, if I go down this road, I will, I will put a trigger warning on every everything. single sensor. Everything. Everything. At the end of the day, you have to go into the world and like manage your own triggers. What do you do when you go out and watch a film at the cinema and someone's sick, like in the film, like, you know, That's it's part of the movie. And yeah, you don't, yeah. you don't, you, you can't expect that it's you your responsibility yeah and it is and this is because i had 
had the, I, this is surgeon that I follow who's based in America and he does he did Mark Jacobs facelift and it was amazing and I, I I shared one of his before and afters and was like this surgeon is a magician wow and he's like and, and basically this girl like sent me a message and it was actually really sad because she's been a really long time follower of mine and she was like hey babe like I just want to let you know this I found this like I found um she's like you shared this profile of this this picture this before and after of this surgeon and I ended up clicking on his page and going down a black hole looking at all these before and afters and as somebody who's never wanted cosmetic surgery before I found it really triggering and that it made me want cosmetic surgery for the first time in my life it's made me feel really insecure about myself so I just thought I would let you know that's how it made me feel because it might make other fit people feel that way and I was just like I just don't think you should follow me. I speak really openly about cosmetic surgery and all of this stuff. And I just don't think I'm the right person for you, blah, 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 blah. And then she was like, oh, okay. I'd kind of hope that you were gonna like reply saying something else and be a bit more apologetic, but don't worry about it. Like I understand where you're coming from. And for now I'm gonna unfollow. And I was just like, okay, cool. But I was quite rattled by it. I was thinking like, why? why am I being held responsible for you clicking onto that Instagram account and going down a black hole of like, of, of, you know, I didn't make you click on it. I shared a piece of content. I didn't feel like it needed a trigger warning, you know, trigger warning before and after surgery, trigger warning, facial self-improvement. Like what, yeah. what was I meant to but put? Also, yeah, when you put a trigger warning to an extent, I understand, you know, on a, on a, on a mass level, let's say eating disorder, yes. that's great. Yeah, or yeah. violence or blood or, sexual or whatever, abuse. sexual abuse. Yeah. There are some things, that very visceral triggers, which yeah. I completely understand. But in a case like that, it's like, what are you warning people about? Yeah. Because what, what's yeah. her exact emotion? You've got no idea. Yeah, exactly. And it she, might have been like seven posts deep that yeah. she got triggered. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Cause she said she went down a black hole. Yeah. She's like, she's like, I clicked onto the page and I went down a black hole and felt you really triggered so I said to her I was like I, I did say I said to her I was just like I was like I do think we're grown adults here and we need to take responsibility for the way that we consume like social yeah. media and consume content online and I think you know you said that you went down the black hole and you clicked through it I was like I didn't make you do that you yeah. chose to do it when people share things before I had a nose job right I wanted one so badly but I was telling myself like I was like no you don't want one you're fine the way you are you're great the way you are like you know you're all this stuff all the self-talk whatever and i kept being served nose jobs on my explore feed like loads of before and after were you what? saying it out loud yeah probably my nose is amazing <laughs> i don't need a nose job <laughs> but basically yeah my explore feed on instagram was showing me all these before and afters so i just kept going click not interested not interested i unfollowed people that went and got surgery because it made me feel bad because i was taking responsibility for how i felt instead of being yeah. like you're living your life in a way that I don't like and makes me feel bad, you need to change it. I was like, okay, I feel bad about this and this is making me feel like worse. I need to do something about that. Like, I don't think it's always as simple as that because there are dickheads out there on the internet that do post like actually very yeah. toxic things, but yeah. but like- But it's it's also so disempowering to then, for like that girl to say, oh, but like you, tri you triggered this in me. It's like, actually it's fully in our hand. Okay, and maybe not fully to an extent, what we consume is is our choice and in our hands and, and in our control. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So you just, it's- Yeah, I know. It's re it is really, it is really, So then really, it's disempowering to be yeah. like, oh, you triggered, like that triggered me. Like you. I know, yeah, I know. And like, I just think there's a way, I just feel like we, like people probably need to be maybe a little bit, some people need to be a bit more self-aware of these things. And I do, you know, I think as well, it like people, 
people give me shit for it because I think they think that I'm younger than I am and they're like oh my god you're so like you're too young to be having things like this and I'm like I'm 30 and they're like oh okay but even then it's like but it's like says who too young for what like yeah we can have private opinions about you know young people having surgery if we want yeah but at what point is it our problem it isn't yeah you know yes. like you have to work that out like yeah. what is this going to cause and i think we can look at a societal problem right and we can look at the kardashians for example and be like okay it has they probably and i i said it in last week's episode i'm i've become a stan so like i have to choose my words carefully i've taken a real turn i started watching the kardashians on oh my god I really i mean i have no, i don't i i i'm just like very on the fence i was well, always on the fence but like <laughs> no i've i've basically decided that like they're victims of i mean which we've I've, which everyone's always said like i haven't had a revolutionary yeah. idea but they're victims of of the society that like that yeah they've helped to create it but again doesn't matter how you got there the fact is they're still victims so leading with empathy i i do feel i'm like very aware of their like yeah their their own situation but i think societally you can look at them look at perhaps what they're inspiring what love and love islands inspiring to an extent what instagram's inspiring and yeah maybe it is creating more insecurities and maybe as a result of that surgery rates are rising you know we're hearing all the time like surgeons are getting photos of like girls with filters on their faces being yeah like, i want to look like this filter and yeah. i think like we have we have to independently look at a systemic and societal issue and be like this is a problem here that we are making worse and worse mm-hmm. but individually we have to accept that what other people choose to do because of this expectation and because of the societal pressure is literally nothing to do with us yeah and you can like tackle you know go into education and get girls feeling better about themselves and get it so that they're not bullied for their noses and they're not bullied yeah. for their foreheads and they're not bullied for whatever it is so maybe they're, they're gonna have grow beauty up standards. with more co- exactly so mm. you tackle that but right now the people that are bettering themselves within a very toxic Society. yes and yes this is what we always talk about is like and i i say this all the time but it's like you can do self-love like for years and years and years and years and years you can, until you're blue in the face until the cows come home whatever but at the end of the day you are living in this world that doesn't reflect those values back at you that yeah. still is telling you okay well you think okay you think you're okay with yourself but actually you should be more this you should be more that yeah so you can't yeah. blame anyone i, I do i do it's a point of contention with the Kardashians though, because I feel that at this point, <laughs> I'm not they are fully s- victims of their environment and what they've been through. Yeah. But at this point, they are so aware of the effect that they've had and yet they continue to perpetuate it. And I just think, come on. Yeah. I, 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 well, I'm, I'm gonna so, be honest, I'm only on season like, nine, so <laughs> I can't comment. They're still like quite far in. That's like- no, I'm only in 2014, Instagram's oh, literally wow. brand new. Oh my God, wow. So it's actually really I didn't realize int- it'd been on for that long. Uh, yeah, so I actually was Whoa. saying this in the last episode. <laughs> I just recorded a minute ago, but in the last episode. Um, because I, I wanted, because I've been slagging them for years. I was like, I just want to better understand. Yeah. The, how, whatever. And it's actually really interesting watching the time of Instagram because uh, Kim, they've just gone on holiday. Listen to me. <laughs> oh, no, really. um, this is my first foray into reality TV. I'm loving it. Um, but Kim does a selfie book for Kanye and they rip the shit out of her for taking selfies oh, because she'd like never yeah, done yeah. it before. And really? they and literally Chloe's sitting at dinner and she's like, just take another selfie, Kim. Like, and they're all like calling her vacuous and whatever. And it's just like, you have no idea what your future holds. Oh literally. my God, that's like, so weird. Like what must be weird. watching that and being like from the from the f- yeah. future yeah. being like, because they're oh all their God. Blackberries originally. Like, oh, they, yeah. took, they took BBM. their, their on camera to dinner 
No. Every night when they went on our holidays, they took their nick on camera. That was like how they got their pictures. That's so funny. Oh, then, oh my God, I'm obsessed. But they didn't even go on Instagram. They just went on their blogs and their Tumblrs. And then Kim made this it's selfie so book funny. for Kanye and now they've just got their Instagrams. Just. And they're kidding. They're like, oh, I'm going to Instagram this. And they're like, Kim, don't. And then that's that. And it's like, oh it's God. actually that crazy watching the Inception. That is, yeah. yeah that is really ins- yeah. like interesting. Yeah. Wow. So are, and also even watching like Chloe, like, and it's actually very, yeah. why do I care so much? It's really breaking my heart. Like, no, it's bad. Watching how she was and how she looks now. Yeah. And it's like, but I, I can't see her as anything other than a victim. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't, they, no, they just I call her the fat sister the whole time. The girls, yeah. the other girls call yeah. it, all the media calls yeah. it. Yeah. And it's just like, it's so toxic it's there. It's cruel. It's so mm-hmm. cruel. It's cruel. And actually, like, I'm so with you on that and Chloe and like what she's been through. Not only, not through just say like only with the public but like her family yeah I, I yeah posted something so much. last wow. night where she was like Chris was saying like it would be great if you could stop talking about food in your interviews and Chloe was like okay, basically you're saying that I'm the fucking fat one that's fucking everything up and, and Chris was like not quite in those words but like <laughs> I was like fuck what she's been through but then I just my 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 compa- my empathy sort of wanes when it gets to yeah. him and I just think at some point you have to ask like does she actually care Probably yeah. not. I don't think Probably she does. Not. But then also, take it back. Does she have to? And I know that's a yeah, really bad question. No, so true. But then, but then I think people should be allowed to call her out on it. Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 totally. yeah. I completely agree. Yeah. The Kardashians, yeah, they're they're they're, they're all that's of them such a minefield of a of, of a thing. And yeah. this because you know what, it's one of these things that when I posted recently about. I was actually quite drunk when I did the Instagram story. I was like, ah, oh, like put like a question box. And I was like, I'm half a bottle of rosé deep and I don't really drink anymore. So that for me is pretty drunk. What's like everyone's opinions on the apparent of, of like Kim and Chloe apparently reversing their BBLs just to get people's opinions. And the amount of people who responded being like, who even cares? And I was just like, that's actually like, we shouldn't really care, but we do. We do. Like, we, yeah. you can't ignore the fact that how much these these women, like the, the the weight that they hold in in like in society and pop culture, you know, like you can't. Yeah. Look you at can't. Me. Yeah. Look at you. Look what's happened, guys. Me, like, I love them. I'm tit deep. I'm honestly. I'm like, how has this happened? It's really weird. You're gonna be coming in wearing like skims, and you'll have like dyed your hair. Did like, you not long see and what dark. happened when I tried skims? God, I got a lot of shit for that. Oh, one. did okay. you try them as the, the the thing? And they they just rolled down. Yes, they. Oh, I used. To, I actually had a whole highlight on my Instagram about it, but then I deleted it because like, apparently it doesn't look too good to be slagging them off so, so much, but I had a whole, like, cause they just, they just roll, they roll they down, down and they again. just go, they just go up your oh, butt. And oh my God, I was, oh, they, they were so- They cut me in half. I was like, the yeah, fuck is this shit? Yeah, I had yeah. to pixelate when I put it on Instagram, I had to pixelate my fanny. It was, was really, yeah, like, it was so bad. Obscene. And people were like, maybe you just need a bigger size. And I was just like, people they're kept a size saying, medium. Literally, like, people kept <laughs> saying that because it hit the algorithm annoyingly. The only video of mine in the last like, six months it's had a million views with the skims thing and um it, they kept rolling back down not i mean maybe it's a me problem like i'll take that out with kim kardashian but all the comments were just like it, we just you got so big i'm like you're a fucking moron but okay thanks like, <laughs> yeah anyway i know it's yeah 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 i know i feel very like strongly about her yeah but simply because april <laughs> yeah. who we work with loves skims and she's like you have to buy it you have to buy it so i bought a bunch yeah I've oh see i've got things, some but I've got some things from Skims and I'm like, that's great. But then I've Is got it? like that the, these particular, the control pant things were just doing they were nothing. Disaster. They were like, they were just giving me like this like roll bunch underneath my outfit. And I was like, well, what's the point? And they were expensive. I, just, I was gonna say, it's really expensive, yeah. isn't it? I I've still never, have the two I've pairs. I've never felt sadder, so do I. I've never felt sadder looking at myself in the mirror, <laughs> no. ever. I was like, fuck. 
I look like a mushroom. Like it's so <laughs> bad. It's so bad. Um, yeah, but I also got the shorts that I wore them to my Hindu, and they are completely see-through. They're like ribbed shorts to wear under yes! my dress. And I, yes, yes, I, yes. There's a photo of me flashing because I thought I had shorts on, but it went with the flash. I think you took it, and I was oh, like, my Oh god. my god, that's, that's an eyeful. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, as a consumer, I'm not like massively enamoured, but I'm on yeah. the way. I know. And the dresses look nice. I saw someone wearing a dress the other day. Oh, yeah, I realised she's got dresses. Oh, now. they have like really nice dresses and they do like oh, look wow. really good on the body but then once again it's like this is well, this is one of the issues that like people said they were like was kim kardashian the right person to create a brand that represents and i say this in quotation marks every body was she the right person to do it and people obviously argue no she's not she's had so many surgical enhancements on her body she definitely was not the right person to do that but i just think that like, at the end of the day like if anyone's gonna do it like it's yeah any celebrity was gonna probably maybe make that brand they've probably had something done that we just don't know about like yeah. also do you know what i, I don't I, I agree with it i just think i don't really care like whatever she yeah she, and if she actually is doing good with her brand then great but it does piss me off like the um the campaign imagery for skims like she did with all those supermodels and everyone's photoshopped to fuck yeah 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 like tyra That's banks nah. i think even said like what is this is not my body that's actually a really good like difference there in like the in terms of what you do like you you have your surgeries and whatever and so i guess people can come to you come at you for that but the authenticity of what you do online is beyond just the surgeries it's like everything with the fashion you showed the skims with it falling down <laughs> and you don't know anybody relatable but it's really nice it's like we were saying right at the beginning about like traditional fashion influences and I think like when we imagine them yeah. same when I imagine the Kardashians I imagine that like everything arrives everything that you order arrives and everything fits and you just look really good and you know when people do the like yeah. reels and it's like keep or return and the ones that people return always look really nice they just don't like the dress yeah. whereas I'm like the ones I have to return like don't do up or like maybe yeah. look like a bow bun yeah. or like whatever and it's really <laughs> nice <laughs> bow bun. you know what i mean it's all like this question um but you talk about it so like authentically in there and it's really nice to see like a sort of um yeah like authenticity and i think that's what a lot of the because you don't have to be open about everything that you no. do but it does it's very nice to I watch know. when someone is my mum's like sophie you really need to just not even my therapist was like you don't have to be this open about everything you know and i was like i know but i really overshare everything like i don't <laughs> it's almost like i'm too honest it's just it, it, it's actually it is to my detriment sometimes but like if, I, I just can't i just i find it hard to like hold to, to not tell people the, the truth like I can I can hold on to anyone else's gossip and drama and secrets I will take them to the grave but when it's my own I'm telling everyone <laughs> I will tell everyone about anything like I it's can't really... bear a half truth like even if I say like oh, I got there at 1 30 and then I'll be sitting there and I'll be like I said that I didn't get there at 1.30 I got there at 1 yeah and I'll, I'll like interrupt and people are like I don't give a shit I'm like I don't yeah to, I don't want to be lying I know like, I hate lying even if it's like the most innocuous and I don't do big life because I get yeah. busted immediately which is like on Instagram like I just can't I hate lying yeah I was so nervous ahead of my surgery I did a I was like you I did that massive like I apologized so I was like yeah. why am I apologizing for this <laughs> It's like, I'm so sorry, I I'm gonna have to have my surgery. face smashed in. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Um, I know. Yeah, I was like really apologetic about it. It's really weird. Yeah, I know. I felt, I think that's why like when people, I felt I felt really guilty for the years that people kept being like, have you had a boob job? Have you had a boob job? And then this one girl, she messaged, she messaged me being like, oh, like, babe, like I'm trying to, f it's 
really weird. She's like, oh, and just, she was like, I was trying to find out like whether your boobs are real or, or, or not because like, she's like, I've really been contemplating getting a boob job and like yours look really good. And she's like, and I Googled it and I came across this forum where they were discussing it. And like, there was no like real answer. And I was just like, oh great, okay. So it's been discussed on the forums. Like, you know, and it's just one of those things. And I was just like, oh my God. God. Why would she say and I was that? just yeah it was really it was really weird and I never had any issue telling anyone like straight up if they messaged me I was just like yeah like I had a boob job whatever so then I was like you know what just copy and paste that and put it in the forums don't care oh like gosh. I don't I don't care but it was just more that I don't want to make a big song and dance out of it for like you know whatever reason whatever reason like that the, all the reasons that I had but it's like going back to the whole like aspect of um kind of like body image and, and surgery for me I kind of like, I was talking, I was talking to my life coach and she was really great. And she said that I, I'd been like suffering a lot with body image issues like this year, like a lot, a lot. And I think in part it was probably due to coming off my antidepressants. And she was like, oh, I would probably put like face and having face surgery alongside body image. And I was like, I personally wouldn't because I don't cry over my face every day. Whereas my body, I cry over my body every single day. And like, I have like a really weird toxic relationship with my body, but my face, I'm like, yeah, she's great. I could make an improvement on it, but you know, like it's not an issue. So that's kind of why, like for me, I made this like real big decision that I would not have anything done to like my body. Cause my boobs are due to, I need to kind of like, they're 10 years old. I need to get yeah. them redone yeah. realistically. But I was just like, I need to wait until like, I'm mentally in a better place before I touch my body, like, like surgically, because I just, I just need to let it exist. And I think that's the thing. And I think a lot of people probably go to surgeons when they're feeling in a really, really dark place about their body. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why therapy can definitely really help kind of create that balance before going straight to a surgeon and being like, I wanna get this work done and I wanna do this and I wanna change all this. It kind of gives you that breathing space to actually step back and look and be like, no, you know what? I need to work on my mind mm. before I change anything about my body. And mm. that's the important thing. And I feel in a really good place about that because I was definitely like, I went through a phase and I was like, I just want to go to Turkey and get everything sucked out of me and blah, 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 blah. And now I'm in a much healthier place where I'm like, no, like I don't, cause I'm fine. I'm just myself now. So, so yeah, it's definitely, it's just one of those subjects that's always going to be all over the place. Uh, that's actually a really good point. Like people go to their surgeons, people go to surgeons when they're in a really dark space, like when they're in the, like the, the, the pit. Yeah. Whereas actually probably that's not the right time no, to do anything about no. it. And a good surgeon it's will a good, a good surgeon will recognize that and hopefully not operate on you. Yeah. Like that's what I would say. Like if okay. if a if a surgeon if I've ever been to a surgeon and they've been like, You could also do this, this and this, that's a red flag for me and I walked out the door. Yeah. Whereas if I've just been like, I kind of wanna do this and then they just talk to me about whatever that is, yeah. like, you know, I kind of don't like this about my forehead and then they just say, like, Okay, tell me about it and you just chat about that, then that's then that for me is a massive green flags but when they try and like upsell on the yeah. surgery because they're, they're then creating and adding to insecurities you already have and yeah. that's messed up yeah. so yeah and it's that's just money making like which yeah. is scary as well with that whole industry yeah. so you're gonna have to come back and talk to us about that side of things <laughs> yeah. um but yeah for now we've run out of time but please you come no. back oh my god I'd yeah love thanks loved it i have so many more questions i know, I know. it's I such know. a it's such a big topic i feel like there's just so many things that you can just kind of like yeah, yeah. i went a bit rogue with the kardashians took up a bit of valuable time i shouldn't no i feel like fine. they're always relevant to this conversation though always i knew it i knew yeah. i was doing work when i was watching it <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
her. researching the podcast. Um, I knew we were going to talk for too long on this one. I know. Yeah, I'm yeah, still, I have I so many more questions. But <laughs> write them down, we'll, we'll write them down back. and you've got to come back. If you oh want to come back, okay. obviously. Oh, you don't have oh, to come back. Oh, <laughs> you have to come back. Don't, but don't worry. Yeah, but don't, like, yes. No worries if like, not. We really like, want it, but also we won't be like heart. I mean, we need you want it. No worries if not. Kiss. Always. I would always be happy to come back. Also, the thing is, like, my toxic trait is saying no worries when in fact I mean all the worries. Okay, well, we're going to go and worry a lot now, but thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me on. Thank you so much for listening. Should I delete that is part of the ACAST Creator Network. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.